Switched on on F104 and misery porn or trauma porn is a buzz statement and literary genre which describes our need for sad stories dwindling on trauma or emotional stories. It seems we're all programmed to connect with it. Life coach Mark Fennell joins us to chat a bit more about this. So is this something that we now need in our life? It's something that people will gravitate towards when they discover it, but didn't know they needed it. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> for the simple reason, but there's different reasons why people watch it. So you could have the same show watched by three people for three different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kind of three types of people that watch it. But basically to sum it up, because a lot of people may not know what is misery porn. Like, is that just sounds wrong in so many ways. But basically it's where you get, should we say, a connection or you gravitate towards shows that are... I suppose, in essence, miserable. Um, They might be depressive. They might be traumatic. They might be really scary. Now, I think the greatest example we all kind of know, well, a lot of people will know, is we like to watch, you know, the how you remember the movie Scream many years ago? (laughs) You know, we love to watch the kind of thriller or like, you know, catch me if we can kind of, you know, cat and mouse story being chased around the house and the lights are off. And, you know, where we love those kind of horror movies. And it's kind of the same thing, just a different end of the spectrum. But it's all I suppose the motivation for watching these shows is pretty much the same thing. Basically, what Misery misery porn what it's about is watching a a show or a box set or whatever it might or even a true story or a real life that just i suppose is quite miserable brings about a sense of misery it's depressive almost now why would someone watch this well there's a few different reasons the first one is it's kind of like the adrenaline junkie the person who loves i suppose to be in that state of fear or shock and they get a rush out of it. it's like oh my goodness that would be horrendous so they react to it and they get this adrenaline rush from it and therefore they like shows like that because they basically get an adrenaline rush from it it's like controlled fear it's like the people like why would you climb a mountain with no ropes they get a rush from it you know it's not that everyone can relate to it but that's why they watch movies like that the kind of shock value like i remember watching do you remember Saw, the movie, years ago? I do. Ago, I never watched these. it because it, it's, it's not my kind of movie. <laughs> right. Well, it's extremely gory, but That's it's got, my wife could, My wife couldn't cope with it. It was just way too gory. But I found it kind of funny. I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird because no, I was I able that. to see it like a, a film studio. And I was like, how far can they push, you know, the animatronics and, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. So I, I, we both watched it. She couldn't watch it. She hated it. Too gory, too scary. But for me, it was more like just... I was like, this is just so ridiculous. You want to you know? watch it more logically than, you know, kind of that, that the fantasy world that they're trying to draw us into. Yes. Now, there's people who will watch it, though, and kind of, I suppose, in a way of the fear that it evokes in them. They like that reaction because it's controlled fear. Yeah. Again, like the adrenaline junkies, like they're in some sort of control. And if they get through it, what a rush they've had. So there's people who experience the roller coaster riders, the people who love the roller coasters, they will gravitate towards these kind of, I suppose, shows and box sets. Like a couple of examples, for example, like The Walking Dead would be considered misery porn because it's just it's this there's never really a happy ever after. You know, it's yeah. the apocalypse. It's like, will they survive? Um, things like that. The Handmaid's Tale would be another one. I've not seen it, but I know that's kind of one of the more famous ones. Um, um, something like Breaking Bad as well. They're all kind of considered this. But then you have the other ones that are more traumatic, a little bit more darker, more scary, more oh, that could happen, you know, or a replay from something that happened, you know, centuries ago. Those kind of things, again, people will watch it sometimes out of curiosity. And curiosity is a very powerful motivation for people. But then there are people who will watch it who 
are more invested in the story they want to know what did happen what was the history behind this place or that thing or whatever and that i suppose they're more about the knowledge and their reason for watching it is because they want to learn about what was that i didn't ever understand what that thing was or that cult was or that thing that happened and so people will watch it very much from a curiosity so you have the curious people you have the adrenaline rush people but then you also have people in the middle who will relate to the story because there's something in the story that they can relate to. And it might not even be the exact same story. It could be the simple fact that someone got through this horrendous trauma and survived, came out the other side. And so they watch it from a relatable um, point of view. And so for all of these reasons, we watch it. But then there's the fourth type of person, the person who just, for some reason, gravitates. And it's kind of like the person who watches the soap operas. They just watch real life and generally what tends to sell more episodes is something that is more depressive than mm -hmm. uplifting, ironically. So people kind of keep coming back for more every night they're watching this show. It's not really a happy show. It's just real life stories. It's kind of depressive. But for some reason, we gravitate towards it. Now, the reason a lot of people like that will watch it is escapism. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not happy in my own life. But look, their life is so much worse. Now I feel a bit better about my own. And I suppose we're relatability. so... Yeah, and we're so used to kind of seeing it on the shows like X Factor and that kind of thing as well, where they tend to bring in people's stories to make you connect yes. to a person or a singer or wh whoever it happens to be. Like they kind of give you that added info on the, on the person instead of going, this is their voice. Are they good? Are they not? It's like, here's their voice, but also this is what happened to them and this is what they've been through. And I think that exactly. brings a personal connection to the person as well yeah no absolutely and i mean this is why back in the day big brother when it came out yes. all those years ago that's why it was so popular and people said why would we want to watch you know 10 or a dozen people just living in this small confined area for like x amount of weeks how is that going to be entertaining and it proved to be hugely entertaining it was the first time it was ever done but the reality i suppose real people real stories how are they interacting we have this huge curiosity because we can relate and whenever you're watching something that you can relate to, you'll stick with it. And I think that's why soap operas work so well, because we can always relate to a story or we know someone who can or we know someone who's like the character in, in being depicted. But the main thing about it is, is if, and I always kind of come, comes with a warning, misery porn is always a little bit more darker. It's a bit more sinister. But at the same time, if you're watching and you love these shows, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. But the main thing to watch is the reaction you have. For example, someone who maybe has been in a trauma needs to, protect themselves from what they do watch. Now, I've seen it work two ways. I've seen, and there's actually articles of people who've, who've done this. They've watched a show about, say, a traumatic event that happened them. And by watching the show and seeing the, the victim in the show, it made them realize that their story wasn't, they weren't unique, that this had happened to other people. They didn't feel so alone. Mm -hmm. They didn't feel so, I suppose, rejected by society. They said, this has happened to other people. This makes me feel better about what I went through, at least. So it has, has a positive impact, but at the same time, it can also trigger people too. So it's not why you watch it. I'd be more concerned with what's your reaction to watching it. You know, if it's, it's like the obvious one, if someone watches, you know, a horrible movie and then wants to reenact it, that's obviously questionable behavior. So it's not why you want to watch it per se. It's more the reaction you have to it. That's what you need to do to be more self-aware and protect yourself because it's very easy to get sucked into this stuff and not realize that we're leading ourselves into a depressive state. I had a client just like that and, you know, they were feeling a little bit down. They loved watching the soaps and all these kind of TV shows. They were like addicted to them all, you know, and then the omnibus or whatever, was, or the, the you know, where they played yeah. them all again on the yeah. weekend. 
But basically, you know, she was addicted to them and loved them. They were her escapes. Oh, they're my escape from work and life and all this kind of stuff that's going on. But what she couldn't understand was she was feeling very depressive, going to bed and lethargic. Long story short, we looked at what she was watching and we kind of said, well, maybe dial down on these shows and see does it have a positive impact. To sum it up, six months later, she's not watching any of those type of soaps. Wow. So it goes to show when we don't realize that these things that we watch do have an impact on us, no matter how resilient we might be. So just be careful. Pinch of salt. Don't get too obsessed with them. Should we then limit what we're watching in, in this kind of genre? Well, absolutely, because everything we watch and listen to has an influence on how we feel and how we think. And so therefore, it's watching this kind of stuff all the time. We will emotionally react uh, to what level will be different in each person, but we will emotionally react. So if you want to feel positive or up or motivated, you know, don't watch shows that are going to lead you in a direction contrary to that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of like we all want to say go to the gym. If we watch a show about people going to the gym or <laughs> achieving great exploit, you know, exploits, yeah. well, then we're way, <laughs> we're way easier going to go to the gym than watching a show about, you know, things that are more lethargic or even depressive. So they absolutely affect us. And I think we don't understand or realize how much what we watch and what we listen to affects us emotionally, but also how we think about things and how we frame things and our perspective. So yes, you have to be very careful. Just like if you're watching a show that, is I suppose a show that's quite depressive you're going to feel depressive if you watch one that's more uplifting or you know more comedic you know you'll feel better I always say the friend the show friends never did anyone any harm <laughs> so true and you know what like this this is so interesting because I never actually although I know it and I'm aware of it I never actually thought about it I'd usually just mm. pop on whatever you know home and away I'm a big fan of home and away or something like that and yet yeah. never kind of looked at it any deeper but it is interesting especially when you start kind of thinking about what you're watching yeah you see you're 100% because we're relating to the characters and and the stories and we want to see what happened next yeah. and curiosity and mm. all that kind of stuff but it will have an effect on your emotion on your emotional status it absolutely will so you've just now it might be minor it might be major but either way you, you do have to be conscious of how much you're exposing yourself to particular types of shows. Because if you're watching true crime all of the time, that has proven to be quite, um, I suppose, impactful on your emotional mm -hmm. and on your psyche, you know, because it can make you feel down, even dark towards human nature. Um, I won't go into it, but there's a whole study done on it. They got people to watch a certain type of show. One, you know, one was uplifting, one yeah. wasn't. And how they put the part of the test that the people didn't realize was when they're talking to people afterwards, that was the actual test. And the conversations are even different from, you know, the collective that watched the uplifting to the, I suppose, more depressive show. So it absolutely has an impact on you, whether you're male or female, you know, it's going to impact in some sort of way. So you have to be careful, you know, Maybe you have mix to mix it up careful. a bit, have a bit of, you know, the sad stuff and have a bit of the yeah, happy I mean, fluffy stuff then. It, that's good advice, Louise, to be honest. You've <laughs> got to mix it up. I really do think so. Like, I mean, I love a good, you know, uh, horror, thriller, that kind of yeah. stuff, but I can easily detach from it. But my wife now would have nightmares, so she won't watch them as much or she won't watch them as late. But I will. I mean, I love the true crime stuff. I'm hooked on true crime, but I know myself. I have to kind of limit that because mm -hmm. it does, you know, I suppose you're not as you're not as buzzing afterwards as far as far as happy course, you're more shocked yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. more like, oh you're kind of thinking harder it. about it because there's more to kind of dissect as well in your own mind so that's very yeah. interesting well thank you so much for for chatting to us about that what have you coming up at the moment i've lots going on at the moment in fact head over to my instagram markfennel.ie i'm actually um i share a lot of stuff over there 
but I'm running um, a group coaching. So I'm life coaching a group of people each and every month. And it's really being proven a good vibe. So if you're interested in that or anything else, uh, head over to the Instagram. Excellent. Mark Fennell, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks for having me.